Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Lifestyle with Dr. Moby. I'm Dr. Moby, and today we are honored with great guest. Let's welcome Ashley. Hi. Ashley is all the way from California, and we are praying their drought ends soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, we are all praying. The whole nation should pray for you. Yeah. And uh, no fires. We don't want any fires. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about yourself, Ashley. So I am a yoga teacher and a children's children's author. I just published my first children's book yesterday. Oh, congratulations. Um, what? Congratulations, I said. Thank you very much. I'm quite excited. Um, I'm also a mother of three. Very and I have been married for 11 years. Very good. So, I've been teaching yoga since 2012, and I absolutely love it. I'm also a dog lover. I have three dogs that we fit into one of ours. Well, I can't call it a tiny house because that has a certain implication, um, but it is a smaller house that we fill with love. Okay, very nice. Well, that is a nice, happy family. It is. With three dogs, no cats. No cats. My husband's allergic to cats. So as much as my daughter would love to have add a cat to our family, we can't. We can't. Okay. Well, that's fine. And I see that you are were also a former intern to the director of, uh, at BYU Museum, right? Yes. When um, I've, I've worked at uh, Brigham Young University at their Museum of Art uh -huh. um, as the philanthropies um intern that was a fantastic opportunity and mm -hmm. it actually led me into uh teaching me how to set up a nonprofit organization mm -hmm. which i have with asl junction mm -hmm. so i'm the vice president of asl junction it is um a nonprofit that sets up children with that are deaf and those who have a desire to learn american sign language to help them communicate mm -hmm. both with those who are deaf and hard of hearing and with those that need to utilize it um, for better communication. Wow, that is amazing. I mean, a few questions I have about that is, mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned about sign language and you said American sign language. Yes. So, I mean, I'm illiterate on that. So I, I, I know sign language a little bit, but I, I have not seen, are there different sign languages in different countries? Every country has their own sign language. Yes. Oh my God. So that would be tough to even do the interpretation, right? Yes. Um, there's also what is called a universal sign language. It's okay. not quite, um, known not everyone knows it but when the but it is something that can be used to communicate um throughout the countries uh, so there are certain universal and then everybody kind of have their own correct oh wow that's very interesting that's very interesting we thought you know all languages are different but uh, now in thought sign language will also be different yeah Every sign language is based on um, their their local. Um, how do I say this? Their their own local uh, their own local home signs. Oh, 
okay so that is great and also and uh, uh, you're very passionate about yoga and especially yeah. for younger folks okay. yes okay so tell me about that um so i started yoga because when i was pregnant with my first child i had the worst sciatic pain <laughs> and one of my coworkers was uh she still is an iyengar yoga teacher mm -hmm. And she showed me, uh, had me do a couple of yoga poses that completely erased my sciatic pain. And she told me after I uh, was done being pregnant and healing uh -huh. to go and find this one Iyengar teacher in my hometown in Bakersfield. Mm -hmm. I found her and I fell in love. And mm -hmm. I followed uh, that method of teaching. Mm -hmm. And I... Um, I haven't left it. I became certified in it in Iyengar yoga. And then as my children grew older, I started teaching yoga for children. And I fell in love with the ability to connect with my children. I, um, I have bipolar and I'm mm -hmm. also OCD. So I had a hard time connecting with my children. I didn't have that natural maternal bond. So through yoga, I was able to create that. That's very interesting. So um, it became very important to me to continue yoga and help other mothers who didn't feel like they had that bond mm -hmm. to connect through their children through um, something as emotional and, um, and uplifting as yoga. Mm. And that is the interesting thought. I never thought like that that if if there are the norms if you they are you're not feeling connected normally then you can develop or you can actually <laughs> share something positive which you said like yoga is and your kids appreciate yoga and you connect through yoga mm -hmm. and you can kind of connect together wow that's amazing you know every day i learn something so that is interesting so so tell me also about um uh, about kids learning yoga is that certain age or is they can pretty much start anywhere so there are two um philosophies towards it within the Iyengar system uh -huh. children start officially start learning yoga when they turn eight years old okay and um, that is when their training starts mm -hmm. and it's we call it um it's a very dynamic method so they don't hold poses. It's more of a flow and it's fast and we don't focus on um, instructions as much as we focus on fun. We want them to enjoy it. We want them to be moving. We want them to just move and do yoga. Mm -hmm. um, younger, than, younger than eight mm -hmm. is completely about interaction with parents, interaction with your body. Mm -hmm. So I do mommy me yoga classes and mm -hmm. I start at infant age and that's completely about bonding. Um, we sing songs. I've made up yoga rhymes. I've made up yoga songs that we sing in class. Um, I have games. I've made up yoga games that we do with the children in our preschool classes. Wow, that's interesting. Um, so, so, oh, sorry. 
Uh, no, no, God. So in yoga, you know, uh, one thing I think you were mentioning is that uh, they kids can uh, move a lot, right? Or yes. So tell me a little bit about is that because of certain age? Of course, they're hard to control. Then, then they understand better. Oh, you want them to move if they're hard to control. You want, if they are being challenging, if they refuse to acknowledge your um, authority, Mr. Iyengar, um, who is the, the guru of the Iyengar uh, form of yoga, his approach is challenge me more. You don't want to listen? Okay, don't listen more. You want to be loud? Okay, be louder. Wow. Um, he wants... He wants them to act up. He wants them to get their energy out. And he wants them to do more. And so if they're running, okay, run more. You want to do a backbend? Do this backbend. Do it more. Get your energy out. That's part of yoga. That's oh. part of kids' yoga. It's not to restrict. It's not to restrain. It's about moving. So it is different than adult yoga. Absolutely. Do not put a kid's do not put a kid in an adult yoga class. They do not belong. Oh well, see, I did not know anything. <laughs> they will be bored out of their mind. Do not. And a teenager needs a teenager's class. A teenager could be in a in a kid's or in an adult yoga class, but they will get bored. They will, they need a different, they need a different class. They need something aimed at them. So I offer five different yoga classes aimed at different ages. Mm -hmm. So the first, so you're, uh, you said from age eight onwards or, or it can be less than eight. So yeah, so eight to 12 is my elementary age class. Mm -hmm. And then I have 12 to 18, which mm -hmm. is my adult yoga class or is my, um teenager class okay i have a mommy and me which is up to four years old and then i have a preschool class which is four to six and then i have and that's um a mom and toddler group and then i have six to eight which is a preschool group so that's all kind of different levels and you Those said all different levels um you don't have to be in you don't have to be in the preschool or the toddler group if you want to see if your kid is good in the preschool group or the in the preschool group. You can skip that toddler group, mm -hmm. um, but if your kid acts up in the preschool group, then you are going to have to go down to the toddler group. Okay, so they are all different classes and then all different classes, all different ages, mm -hmm. um, and each one has a different focus focus so so that uh, that focus is different but there has to be some kind of focus right yeah there is a focus and each one has their own unique course each one has their own unique material mm -hmm. and i create the material myself that's yeah, kind but, of the fun part about being a children's author yeah and that is uh, i mean i i don't have i don't remember many of children author on like you are so, you know, with yoga, right? I've never no, I, There's some, but most of them focus on writing a, a book about 
about yoga. And I have that coming out. Mm -hmm. I have two books that will be coming out in the next couple of months. Uh, one is about taking the, the yoga yamas and niyamas, the, the values of yoga, and mm -hmm. taking them and putting them in a Western point of view. So it is more of a lot of, a lot, especially in my town, um, a lot of parents get mm -hmm. very worried when you try to teach yamas and niyamas to their children. They don't like anything that continue that contains Indian Hindu ideas because then they're teaching spirituality and religion that is not Christianity to their children. Um, we live in a very conservative, very conservative city. Um, so what I have done for our community, for this audience, is I've taken those yamas and niyamas, which are basically, they are values that we share. You know, it's not stealing, it's cleanliness, it's not hoarding. Um, you know, these are good values that we all share. Mm -hmm. And I've taken them and put them in fables. I've created fables like um, ones that we grew up with that teach those values. And then I've created this book about them. And so I have 10 stories that teach these values that can be read during classes for people who live in a community like this. And then these children can learn, you know, about the man who didn't take the apple over the tree or from the, the house that he didn't own and how that is an example of not stealing, even though no one would have known that he took that apple. Oh, interesting. So you have changed in a way to kind of uh, more um, to American culture or uh, people can relate more than actually they feel that is totally different than so there's kind of the open they're more open to learning right more open to learning and i've had a couple of i have a my illustrator is actually from india mm -hmm. um so i've had some sensitivity writers and sensitivity readers go over it and make sure that i've stayed true to um the values and i haven't um taken anything away from the yamas and niyamas um so that you know i haven't you know i don't i don't want to to lose you know what really is behind these so the essentially the soul of, of yes that, uh, you didn't want to uh, lose that but you want to kind of make it simpler for uh, for folks up here to relate yeah. as well as they can kind of yeah, I think uh, yeah, that's I I can I can understand very well because you know that is true. Um, this is or any society. I mean, this is not just about here. And um, any society where you go, and if they those things they don't change to their you know inherent population, they tend uh, not to be as generally accepted. That's that's the reality. Okay. Now, certain nations are more uh, open. I would say U.S. is, you know, 
and you know me being a partner and you know being here accepted and you know i have lived in all parts of uh, us mostly uh, so i i can tell that i think uh, us is probably the most uh, gracious nation uh, on on planet earth you know i've been to middle east i've been to europe i've been to asia of course where i belong to but i can tell they are more open than yeah there are you know there will always be some you know mm-hmm. uh, but i still think they are more open that's you know. wonderful to hear no i i've been seriously i went to france i went to europe i was very disappointed very very disappointed <laughs> so i was i'm not against them but i literally i could not uh, believe that that they are just different uh, when you meet them so i think the only other nation i would say come close or at least uh, near is switzerland mm. so swiss people are very friendly to you know they tend to uh, welcome and you don't feel kind of so even uh, so i think that that kind of speaks volume and other thing is for you to uh, you know to kind of understand or learn yoga which is kind of away from uh, your learning is also speaks <laughs> volume right uh, it is. Not, not many people will be even open to that entertaining that idea right they think mm-hmm. that they might be committing some kind of sin here okay so uh, but it is more about core values it's more about uh, you know spirituality or uh, you know focus on values it's not about religion so that's correct yes that's just a message you know everybody watching uh, they should uh, emphasize that because i mean anyone can do yoga you won't go to hell for doing that don't worry no, I am a very um Christian um person. I and as I've learned more and more about yoga, um it's really deepened and strengthened my relationship to my God. Um so and I've found that with many other Christians that again, this is a very Christian, very traditional population here in Bakersfield. Um most people that are here find um yoga strengthens their relationship to God and Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the thing I love about yoga is that it's more of a philosophy. It's, um, you can be whatever religion you want and mm-hmm. it will strengthen your relationship to your deity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it is, it's like, you know, these things, uh, you know, yoga and, you know, kids also learn, um, uh, karate or they, uh, you know, there are different arts as well as. It's, it's more about uh, you know self discipline it's more about yeah. it's about uh, tai chi or you know it's more mm-hmm. uh, and then you know there are a lot of good stuff uh, out there you know and it's about kind of uh, finding yourself actually uh, discovering yourself and that you have that talent you do, do have that and it is interesting you know like we practice a lot of uh, for pain we practice like you said for shatika you did yoga and that helped your pain right mm-hmm. same people uh, yeah people practice acupuncture and that's the chinese medicine right yes 
and so that it it works also as well as medication would would be mm -hmm. so it's not about uh, so i think uh, there is a definitely a, you know a lot of things which we can learn from others for sure absolutely and then, so also tell me about um so anybody who's watching about the parents uh, trying to get uh, yoga, uh, what is uh, some of the resources? Uh, you have website, I assume, right? Uh, sorry? You have a website where you Yes, I have a website. It's readandyoga.com. Uh -huh. um, and on there, I have, um, look at my blog. I have a lot of different websites or a lot of different, um, a lot of different resources. I just came out with my book. Um, you can see, you can see it for download on my website or wait a couple of days. It will be out on Amazon. It's a coloring and activity book um, mm -hmm. with instructions on how to do the yoga poses that I wrote. Okay. Um, it also has some rhymes games you can do. Um, it's, by far, one of my favorite things is an introduction to how I teach yoga. And then um, I also have a podcast where it's also read and yoga. Everything I do is read and yoga. Um, my podcast is takes books that you most likely have, like The Very Hungry Caterpillar, um, uh, Brown Bear, mm -hmm. and I give you a yoga sequence. I give you a how you know you take the book, you read the book, and then as you're reading, you know your child can be doing yoga as you read. So it's a really fun way to to do yoga as as you're reading a very traditional book. Um, that's one of my resources, and then I'm going to have an app that is coming out um, within the next month. Um, that is also, it's going to be called Playful Kids Yoga. That'll be coming out in the uh, Google Play Store. Mm -hmm. And that will also have very similar resources um, as my book. So those are some resources that I have right now. The free ones are on uh, my blog. Sorry. Yeah. I do this when I start um, self-promoting. My voice gets really shaky. Uh -huh. no um, but yeah, those are my main resources. Go to my website, uh, check out. So readinyoga.com, check out my website. It has a free um, offering of an ABC yoga resource where you can, it's a sequence where you go through the ABCs and it has a couple of games. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. Nice. But thank you for giving uh, all that, and uh, it was uh, really a great uh, learning about uh, kids yoga. I had no idea, you know, they all has to be separated because I think we have seen some of the pictures from celebrity. You know, they are doing yoga, and the mm -hmm. kids are with them. But you're right; you shouldn't mix kids. With the, that's just maybe good for pictures, but not for it. Well, typically when celebrities are doing kids with yoga, they are doing it at their children's level. Okay. They're, they're playing with their kids. Okay. So they're not kind of, okay. I, that makes sense. Yeah. They're playing with their kids and their kids are copying them. 
It's okay. a really fun practice. Practice, but it's not that you know kids yoga like you have class. That's not like. That. Oh no, no, they're at home. They're playing, and their kids are. My kids do that all the time with me. Yeah, and it's okay. really fun and so much fun to photograph because yeah. it's just the cutest thing. That's true. That's true. That is so true. Well, um, any final thoughts or any final message would you like to convey? Um, have fun with your kids. You know, do a yoga pose. Get into a habit of, you know, doing a five-minute yoga sequence, something that you're comfortable with, and see how your children react. You know, do downward dog and, you know, encourage them to do it and say, good job, you just did downward dog. And then pretty soon they're going to do downward dog on their own. And when they see you do it, they're going to copy you. And then maybe they'll climb under you as you sing um, London Bridge is falling down. And you're going to find yourself having your own little yoga game. Okay, very nice. Very nice. One question that popped in my mind and I want yeah. to ask you, is there a yoga also with uh, pets? For what? For pets. For backs? For uh, pet, for, for, no, no, for pets, for dogs or cats. Or... Oh, yes. I'm actually looking. Um, there's therapy. Mm. Um, sorry. I'm going to be starting a therapy dog yoga where you have your dog that comes into class and they just roam through. Um, other people have goat yoga. They have goats just roam through and you can pet the goat. And it's just a fun little practice. Mm. Um, okay. But... Yeah, some people bring their cats to class, oh. and it's it's a really fun. It's another way to have yoga. Um, if you, some people practice with their pets so much that their pets do yoga with them, do downward dog, do upward dog. Um, they just love it. Yeah, well, that sounds very interesting. Well, thank you for all that information, and everybody should check. Uh, out and I, I I find her very very entertaining also and very informative. Thank you for giving me all the information. Ashley, take care and stay blessed. Thank you. Thank you.